What's Tech is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. Listening on your phone? Now you can pay while you listen. Using the same device. Just tap and go. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible city, consumer credit, and debit cards. I was living in Korea after graduating college and I was like really unhappy with my job and like ready for a change and I was like really kind of directionless in my life. So I'd been drawing webcomics on the side for about five years, but no one was reading them. And one day I was using my ex-boyfriend's laptop because I wanted to rewatch season one of Gossip Girl, obviously. And <laughs> I stumbled on his like iMessage conversation with this girl. And it was like pretty bad stuff. It was like flirty like messages. And I found out he was like messing around with like several girls. And earlier that week, I had seen a job posting for a web artist fellowship at BuzzFeed in New York. And it was for this really cool team called BuzzFeed BFF. And the job description for the position was like made for me. So like BuzzFeed BFF, they make memes and comics for the internet. And I was like, this is the only thing I know how to do. So I rage applied for this job and they liked my work and they hired me and I got to move to New York to work with them. So. After my fellowship ended, I got a good job at The Verge, and moving to New York has been one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Wait, there's like a big part missing here. Yeah, I mean... Like, did you burn his house down? I wanted to. Metaphorically. Yeah. You, you busted the windows out of his car. I, I busted the windows out of his car. And yeah, so lesson here is making things for the internet can have some pretty great results. You're very generous not to say BuzzFeed saved your life on a Vox Media podcast. I know. I asked Andrew before that, too. I was like, am I allowed to talk about this? But yeah. No, no, it's it's great. I mean, sure. It's just the best. We get it. Mm -hmm. But whatever. Anyway, here's a show from VoxMedia.com. It's What's Tech. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to What's Tech, a podcast from BuzzFeed. No. <laughs> or The Verge. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, my name is Christopher Thomas Plant. I'm your humble host. Today, I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Dami Lee, social media manager at TheVerge.com. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're talking about webcomics, a thing that she knows a lot about, uh, but in case you do not know a lot about it, we'll take it from the very top, as we do every episode. Uh, what is a webcomic in the most basic sense? So webcomics are basically comics on the web, the internet. <laughs> and it. it can be as short or as long as you want, but usually they're like three or four panel like gag strips. Uh, okay, this is a silly question. But was there a non-digital predecessor to the webcomic that... I guess has more in common with webcomics than, say, what would appear in a newspaper? Well, my answer to that question was originally going to be newspapers. So, like, okay. the Sunday funnies, we would say. Got it. Yeah, like traditional newspaper comic strips like Peanuts or Calvin and Hobbes. I grew up reading those comics in the newspaper, but sometimes they weren't very funny. <laughs> so that's that's one of the key differences. Yeah. 
Got it. Um, how how did webcomics uh, come to be? I did some shallow research on this, and Got Wikipedia it. says the first <laughs> webcomics started popping up in 1985 on something called CompuServe. Okay, which yes. I feel like I've heard of it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but the earliest webcomic that I have heard of is Penny Arcade, and that started in 1998. Okay, you weren't alive in 1985, am I correct? Not in 85, but I was in 98. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is a huge span <laughs> yeah. of time that I was you just born totally over. during that okay, time. Somebody, okay, okay. Um, how does a webcomic, I guess, benefit from being on the web versus, like, the traditional print format? Mm-hmm. So... I'd say the biggest advantage uh, these days, and my favorite part of making webcomics, is how easily they can be shared on the internet. So, you know, if you make a comic, you can post it just about anywhere, like Reddit or Tumblr, Instagram. And if you play your cards right, you can have it be seen by thousands or even millions of people. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and what does that mean? Like, are you saying that, like, okay, if you play your cards right, like, this is like an entire career? Yeah, I mean, so I know you interviewed um, Casey Green from Gun Show Comics, and he did a comic that was, like, huge on the internet. Like, it became a meme, and it's the one of the dog sitting in the burning house, and he's like, this is fine. That is the best performance of a meme. You deserve <laughs> an award for your official reading of This Is Fine. Thank you. Um, but, I mean, like, that doesn't make money though does it i mean it, i guess it makes some money like selling it but like i'm yeah. saying like a lot but so, how, how how does somebody in the web comics industry turn it into profit yeah so i mean so if you have a really really popular web comic you can make money from ad revenue like on your website um i still don't have a website like i've been doing this for like six years and i still don't have a website that makes money like i don't know how i don't know how to do it and some people, they have, like, Patreons where people can pledge to donate money for you every month so that you can continue making art. Um, some people make books or zines and sell merch. Um, sometimes there's, like, steady freelance gigs you can get. So, like, I work with this website called Line, and it's owned by this Korean company called Naver, which is, like, the Google of Korea. And they actually do a really good job of, like, paying their content creators to make comics for them, like, every week or, like, twice a week. And I wish more people did that. <laughs> okay, so what do, you, what do you recommend people read if they are going out on their own to find webcomics? So my personal favorite um, has always been Perry Bible Fellowship by Nick Gearwich. And it's kind of like this really surreal comic and it's like beautifully illustrated and I think it's just like one of the best ones that's out there. I also have a friend who makes really good comics. His name is Adam Ellis. He does Books of Adam and he does a lot of like relatable comics which is pretty big right now um, because people these days when they're sharing a comic on the internet they're saying like this is literally me like this is a representation of who I am and um, that's kind of why you want a comic to be as relatable as possible so that it gets a ton of shares and likes. <laughs> what has your personal experience been like as a webcomic? You said that you've been doing it for 
a very long time. Yeah. And we know that it positively affected your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I mean, what is like the day-to-day of being a webcomic artist? So a lot of webcomic artists will do it on the side. So by day, I work at The Verge, and by night, I am up drawing comics. And it's been really fun. Um, Like, nothing makes me happier than seeing a comic get those sweet, sweet likes. Like, I'm in this for the validation. <laughs> There's no shame at all. Yeah. Maybe that's why you're not making money. Because oh my God. You, 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 you have chosen that you favor quality and praise over just cold cash. I mean, no, but I feel like it's not, though, because if you want to make money, you kind of have to throw away quality in a way. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it just got bleak. I know. It's really dark. It's like dark times out there for artists. (laughs) Unless you jump on one of these content machines. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk about your current projects. Okay. I know you have a few. Yeah. I want to see where you start, and then I will see if it's the same place I would start. Okay. Um, So I have two webcomics right now. One is called As Per Usual, and that's the one that I draw for Line Webtoon. And it's pretty autobiographical. Like, it's based on myself, but, like, a cuter drawing version of me <laughs> it's like what i wish i could look like and like be but anyway Wait, uh, is this the one where you wear the egg shirt yes the egg shirt okay got it which you now also own in real life mm-hmm. man i love that sweatshirt so um <laughs> and i also draw um hot comics for cool people which is a comic that i draw with my friend brandon sheffield who writes them and we just finished up a political comic series that kind of reimagines the current presidential candidates as anime high school manga characters. And it features Donald Trump, Senpai, and Hillary Chan. And where can people find that? Uh, you can find it at hotcomics.biz. Perfect. Yes. That is the one. I mean, I recommend all of it. I also recommend the box.com. Yeah. Wait, no, not that one. Theverge.com. Oh. <laughs> and and BuzzFeed.com. Um, that is fantastic. Well, okay. One... One more thing. Mm-hmm. I imagine there are people who are listening to this show. Mm-hmm. They have gone to your webpage now. Okay. Time is in no matter to them. They, mm-hmm. Immediately they heard the words. They were on it. They had read it all. Yeah. They have, their life has been changed. Wow, in, I love that. In, in a measurable way. Love these people. Unfortunately, they haven't notified you. But don't worry. It, it has happened. Mm-hmm. But now they want to also create webcomics. Ooh, Okay. You've entered them into the life of an artist. Mm-hmm. How? How do they start? Yeah, there's a ton of ways to get started in webcomics. You don't even need like fancy equipment, even though that helps because I draw on a Wacom tablet and I can't draw on pen and paper at all. So um, if you draw like digitally, like you can definitely trick people into thinking you're a good artist. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but like some people will just draw a pen on pen and paper and they'll like scan it in and color it in on Photoshop. Um, I use a program called Manga Studio, which is really great. And so once you're done drawing your cool comic, you can post it anywhere. So um, there's a comics, there's a, uh, there's several comics publishing platforms out there. One is called Tapastic. So if you go to tapastic.com, you can publish your webcomic on there. Or you can just, like, go to Reddit 
and publish your comic there, even though sometimes the commenters can be really mean. I, I would ask you for advice mm -hmm. for mean commenters, but I realize that I have worked in this industry just right. a, a little bit longer than you, mm -hmm. and I I would have no guidance <laughs> to give. Yeah, I mean, I posted a comic on there on Reddit one time, and they were like, "This is just randomly assigned." Like, what did he even say? He said something that was so rude, but. I had to make I had to make it the tagline for my comics because I just thought it was like so funny. He said an oddly strung together sequence of random shit. Yeah. <gasps> so if you go on my Facebook page um, for my comics, that is in the about section for the description. Perfect. Yeah. You know, I think that's a good place to end it. Okay. I think I think we have indoctrinated an entire new generation of web comic artists. Yeah. I hope this has inspired. A bunch of people to create their own web comics, and if you do create your own web your own web comic, please send it my way. I would love to read and it. And you promise to like it and make them happy. Yes. Perfect. Um, thank you for doing the episode today. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you to our producer Andrew Marino, and uh, thank you to you because you know what? Without you, there wouldn't be a show. Because that would be silly. Why would we make a podcast if if nobody chose to listen to it? That'd be dumb. Do, it would, I mean, <laughs> dumb is exactly the word yeah. is what it would be. Um, usually this is where we subtly hint that it would be nice for you to leave a review on iTunes because it goes a long way to getting our show to more people. But on top of that, because I basically just did that, let's be honest, I also am going to recommend uh, some shows for you to listen to. And here's what I have. I think you should check out Two Dope Queens on WNYC Studios Network. And I also think you should check out the new season of Invisibilia on NPR. And you know what? I'm going to throw one more in there. More Perfect uh, by Radiolab, basically, their group on WNYC Studios. It's a show about the Supreme Court. And I think that you will love it. Until next time, we will see you later. Goodbye. Ba -ba -da -ba -da -ba -ba.